we are now officially being recorded. So Yay. we'll start with our greeting. Um, I'll let you go first. Oh, <laughs> or, thank you. I can go first if you want. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, well, I'm DC. Um, I am a full-time writer, uh, but I don't get paid for it. Not yet. Uh, I am also a part-time illustrator, which I do get paid for sometimes and just like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else do I say here? Um, hmm. What were you going to say? Let's I was going to say a little bit about like what I'm working on, like in big terms. Ah, uh, what am I working on? I'm working on a, it's like a literary science fiction, but it's like really, really low sci-fi. It like takes place at like a human breeding facility. It's really weird shit. Uh, I'm on my fourth draft of that now, fifth draft maybe. I'm working on cutting words out of it right now because it's slightly too long for most agents taste or they won't like me if I don't cut words out uh. <laughs> I'm gonna give them all the words <laughs> um and yeah that's pretty much it and I have lots of paintings that yes, no one sees paintings. it's embarrassing you kind of see one in the background you can see little tiny say hi to you <laughs> Um, and I guess that's me. Uh, I'm Avery. Um, I mostly write fantasy. And right now I am working on revisions to the sequel to my self-published book. Um, it's going up and down. Um, I am also a graphic designer in my day job at a print shop. And I think that's about it for me. So... Um, a little intro to the podcast, maybe. Um, what we're going to do, just kind of a heads up, is we're going to go over one of my very old, very horrible, very cringy pieces of writing. Um, I will be bearing my horrible soul for the world. Um, there's, I tried to look up the adage about you have to write a million bad words before you write a good word. And I could not find an, a, like, a proper accreditation. So I have no idea who said it, but it is like a bit of advice that floats around. I have written a million bad words and then some really terrible words. <laughs> we will be going over some of them. Um, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through this piece of writing, kind of pick out a bit of element of writing craft that we can kind of exemplify what's bad about this. Then we're gonna go through it, fix it up um, live, how we would revise it if we were fixing it in real time and kind of go from there. Um, quick note. Everything we do is just suggestions. <laughs> um, there's, there are rules, but there are not rules. Um, yeah. I, I would like to point out that this podcast is not gonna be like other podcasts because neither of us have a filter. Yeah, that's true. We are going to swear a lot. Uh, yeah, and we're mean to each other, really mean to each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I haven't actually, I, okay, I, I was going to read the thing that I was, we were going to edit tonight, but then I was told it was really bad. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read it yet. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to save that so I can, so I can yell about it on camera. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get a live dramatic reading from DC's perspective from, uh, of my horrible, horrible snippet. Um, which by the way, not sense. only, it's so not, Dramatic in a sense, yes. Dramatic in the sense that I'm going to be laughing the entire time. Yes. Um, it's not only 
bad and old. It's actually NaNoWriMo writing, so it's even worse. Um, but yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, what we're trying to say is we're going to say this is bad and fix it. You may not always need to fix those things, um, depending on your writing. Everything is variable. Some some rules you can break, uh, but this in this case, it, it's bad. <laughs> once we get better. once we get past the drink here, I have some things to say about adverbs that, that yeah. are very important going forward. So yes, I'll make sure to say those before we jump in and laugh yeah. at your writing and laugh <laughs> at your terrible writing. So, um, so yes, we're also going to be drinking. Uh, we may have started already, <laughs> but I'm going to do a custom drink for each episode. And this drink or this episode, our topic is adverbs, uh, which is a very contentious topic in writing. So I wanted to do a drink that kind of exemplified like the thought of too many adverbs. So it has like a few too many ingredients that you could probably strengthen by using I don't want to say a better ingredient, but an ingredient that does the thing you want it to do in a more, what's the word I'm looking for? Not accurate, just in a better way. Um, so my version is the before version, which has too many ingredients. And I have to look at my sheet here because I forgot what I put in it already. Um, it has gin, elderflower liqueur, lime, lemon, simple syrup, and then it's lengthened with some seltzer on top. And I have the modified revised version with two and a half ounces of gin, lemon, and syrup, and club soda for the bubblies. Which, by the way, Avery, I did not, I did not know that you went that deep shit into it. I was like, oh, this is, this is a revised version because uh, it's a different form of the drink so that I can have something different. Oh, no. No, it's actually revised because we fixed it. Yeah, like mine has elderflower liqueur, but yours has honey syrup, which brings in a floral element along with the sweet element. Instead of having two things that do the thing, it has one thing that does the thing, just like using a stronger verb instead of an adverb plus a weak verb. See, I was thinking, I wrote this ingredient. I like the way you think. I wrote the recipe when I was sober. Um, so you have the nasty version. I, I did not make it nasty because I do have to drink it, but I did make it like overcomplicated. Like it's fine, but you didn't need this many ingredients. Next time make it nasty, I'll drink the nasty one. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. So my ratios may be off. Um, also later <laughs> when we post the podcast, I will post the recipes for these drinks. Um, so they'll be in like the show notes later. So cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I haven't tried this yet. So. Me either. I have no idea what's going on. Rough draft. Hmm. It's not bad for someone who <laughs> hates gin. I was going to say, yeah, I gave you the gin <laughs> drink and you're the non-gin person. <laughs> Basically what you have is essentially a Tom Collins using honey syrup. It's a pretty classic cocktail. I like it. Mine, I kind of added some extra flourishes to be like, what if I put peculiarly into the drink? <laughs> oh, Jesus, never write the word peculiarly. <laughs> That's bad. No audio reader is ever going to be able to get through that word. Don't kill you. Peculiarly. <laughs> this one actually tastes fine. It's like I said, it's fine, but I could get pretty much the same effect with your drink. You'd read it, but you wouldn't represent it. But I wouldn't you have wouldn't. had to squeeze as many citruses or pour as many things. You you wouldn't you wouldn't represent that drink. You would yeah. you would send it a rejection letter. No. I'm sorry, but this drink does not fit into my list at this time. I didn't connect with the voice of this drink. Uh, sorry. Okay. 
So now that we've gotten the drinks out of the way, uh, a little bit more about adverbs. You said you have thoughts. I do have thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. About I'm going to sit and drink and let you, let you say Yes, I'll thoughts. take over for a minute. So I have a lot of thoughts about adverbs because when I was a young boy, <laughs> starting to read my, my Stephen King's on writing book, which you should do if you haven't or else you fail. Um, uh, I, I read it and, and he just yelled all about adverbs. And I, I feel like a lot of people, including a lot of other podcasts, make these podcasts. And they're like, no adverbs. Don't use adverbs. Also, autocrit.com like yells at you for using adverbs and it tells you to remove them. And, and I, well, you know, while that's, you know, well, that's great and stuff, I, I do think there's a special place for them. I ended up the first time I wrote a book knowing about the adverbs thing. I left all the adverbs, <laughs> I left all the adverbs out and my readers didn't know what the hell was going on and what the, <laughs> what the emotions were supposed to be because I was like, guys, I only used two adverbs this chapter and they were both the word really. <laughs> and it was, I guess, not fun. So like my editor ended up like editing in a bunch of adverbs and I was like, no, those are bad. And then I, and then I learned that, you know, sometimes, sometimes you need them, but, but I can't hear you, Avery. <laughs> oh no, I'm all alone. <sighs> now I have to entertain all by myself. She's never coming back. Here we are. Yup, there she goes. She's never coming back. She's left me here. Hello? Hello. Okay. I accidentally sat on the remote control Gee. and I thought I fixed it, but I did not. So um, we're better now. Okay. I'm not used to fancy headphones. I'm used to using like the crappy little shitty little earbud things. This is new to me. Oh, someone's in the waiting room. Oh, we know who that is. I'm letting them yes. in. Anyways. Yes, I agree. I agree. I don't think all adverbs are bad and you need to remove all adverbs. But there are times when you could do something stronger than an adverb. Yes. Which is and that's, yes. And it's not always about just removing the adverb, which we'll talk about because sometimes instead of using the word like I ran quickly, you just say I dashed because it's the same, it's the same fucking thing. Yes. Those are the thoughts on adverbs, which is, yeah, I don't think they're always bad. Um, I think just pretty much like everything else it depends like sometimes they can be like you can improve upon them um especially in the example we're going to show there's a lot of them and when you have a lot of them in quick succession they become really obvious and the idea is for your writing to never be like the words to not be obvious yeah, and I think going into the next part, uh, the our senpai section, as it were, talking about what we're reading here. I'm reading currently, uh, wow, leave it to me to forget the freaking author's name. Uh, the Goldfinch, uh, which is- Donna Tart. Donna Tart. Look at you. All right, well, I'm reading that one, and I really love um, her writing because she only ever uses adverbs when you wouldn't otherwise know, which I think is a pretty good rule of thumb. Like if you, if you wouldn't know by the words that are already there, put in a freaking adverb because your reader <laughs> needs help because 
who knows? Maybe they're not that smart. We don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And for this section, I actually, mine isn't related to adverbs, but the thing that I'm reading right now is What Big Teeth by Rose Zabo. I'm guessing I pronounced that right. It's S-Z-A-B-O. Um, and they wrote a young adult novel. It's about werewolves. It's got kind of like Adam's family, but like spookier vibes. And that's actually the thing that I wanted to point out that is being done very, very well by this book is atmosphere. It's doing a great job of capturing this feeling of dread and that's kind of hard to, to get right, but it's just doing it through like very specific imagery. And I mean, I guess in some cases, the use of the appropriate adverbs um, just to give like the right <clears throat> mood and setting. Um, so I'm really digging it. I'm not super far into it yet, but uh, I really like it. Nice. So now we come to the great part um, in which I will screen share. <gasps> And you get to do the dramatic reading of, dramatic. of my previous terrible writing, um, at which point we will then go through and together kind of discuss how we would edit this. And then we will reread the better section. And both of these, like before and afters, will also be available in the show notes later. So you can kind of see the changes that were made. I'll have you know that I have not read this and I have not practiced reading a bad manuscript because my manuscripts sure are perfect for a very long time. So here we go. I have no idea how this is going to go. I could you, laugh a lot. I could cry. Might. You'll probably stumble a lot because it's, it's awkward. I saw the word futilely in there. That's the only thing that I saw. And yes, just, there is futilely, futilely. I don't even know how you pronounce that. I hate it. But I used it. Because reasons. This is from like 2008. Just a heads up. So you kind of know when this is. This was like NaNoWriMo over a decade ago. So sure fine. everything's fine. It's all going to be fine. It's all fine. All right. Okay. So can you okay. see the screen? Is it coming Not up? Not yet. It's waiting. Oh, okay. there it is. Yes. All right. You left a little note here that doesn't yeah. make sense out of context, does it? That we will I'm be, just yeah, that we'll, <laughs> we're going to go through and highlight the adverbs. And we're also going to highlight some excessive adjectives just because I happened to notice that this passage had them. So right. that's not really what the episode's about, but we might as well fix them while we're here. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and try to read this. We'll see if I yeah. can get through it. Uh, and my best uh, professional acting uh, slash audio reading voice, which I don't have one. So enjoy. Uh, okay. So. The creature's claws gripped my ankle tightly as I was nearly through the window. It screamed loudly as it gave my leg a violent tug. I fell back jarringly against the outside wall and my leg twisted in the ghoul's grip. Its deadly sharp talons tore through my trousers and the light suede boots I wore <laughs> to rip open the flesh beneath. <laughs> There's more than just adverb problems here. There are many problems. <laughs> My head hit the stone wall hard and my, my vision flashed blood red and virulent green with the pain. I cried out harshly in pain and terror, scrabbling against the stone futilely. <laughs> the creature's deadly grip on my ankle and leg was the only thing holding me as I dangled precariously upside down halfway out the window. All right. 
There's a lot of L-Y words. There, there are. Did you put some in there to make no, this better? I did not. This is actually what I wrote during NaNoWriMo. The only changes I made were to punctuation. Uh-huh. I did not make any word changes. I did correct like some commas. <clears throat> That's about it. Because I was like, mm, this bad. We're just going to leave it as it is. That's fine. <clears throat> now, I, my first comment is, I like I dangled precariously, but I know I shouldn't. <laughs> because bitches, we know if you're dangling from a, a creature's deadly grip, it is precarious as fuck. <laughs> like, we know, we know. So maybe I shouldn't <laughs> like that one. Maybe, maybe I'm the dummy here. I think, yeah, the first order business is to kind of go through and like point out all the adverbs and then we'll decide if any of them should stay. Well, and which ones can be it. like fixed. In this case, I don't know if any of them should stay, but <laughs> sometimes mm, they should. Let's keep one. Let's keep one. Just, okay. just, to, just to let them in. Oh, I hate them all though. Maybe we add one. Maybe we add, maybe a, we good add a good one. Yeah, we'll, find, we we'll find a better one to add. Yeah, um, so yeah, we'll go through and highlight. <clears throat> let's see, gripped tightly. Oh. Okay, now, now is, is, Okay, this is my thing. And I think we kind of <clears throat> talked about this last week is, okay, so I think a lot of the times when people use adverbs, it's because they feel like they're not getting across what the action is well enough. Yes. So in this case, <clears throat> the action is the gripping, of course. And so there, you use the word tightly yeah. to, 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 uh, to supplement the fact that you just didn't think that gripped was enough. Um, and, and sometimes I think that the first thing to do when you're removing the adverb is not necessarily to only remove the adverb, but to look at the action that uh, you wrote to make sure that it is the best word for the action. Is it enough? And in this case, enough? we should also point out that I used the word grip uh, three times. Yikes. So we should probably change that because yeah, yeah, there is, it's here. You can kind of see there uh, and there's here twice. It's a noun, but I do use the word grip twice other than this it time. Bad. It bad. <laughs> Especially since I think gripped could be so much better. Uh, so yeah, in this case, we can change the whole, whole shebang. We, what is gripped tightly? What does it mean? Ah, grapple perhaps. Uh, you know what? We could ask the professoress. Professoress is good. What are other words that you can use aside from gripped? Let's see. Grasped. Clutched. clutched. Oh, I like clutched. Because yes. clutched really does <clears throat> imply tightly. It sure does, Avery. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> so then we can get rid of tightly, get rid of gripped. Two birds, oh. one stone. It's great. Oh, we sure could. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, are you doing the deleting or am I doing the deleting? You're del doing the deleting. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're doing right now. <laughs> I, I was letting, I was letting you hear. It said the anonymous axolotl, which I'm assuming is you, is That's editing. Me. So I was letting you edit. <laughs> I'm just drinking my drink. So am I? Oh, I'm going to edit this. Okay, here we yeah. go then. I'm, I was letting you did. edit because since I wrote the horrible thing, I'm letting right. you actually okay. type the edit. Here we go, clutched. The cre now, now this is an issue because now we have three words that start with C. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, and I'm not super on. Uh, I'm not super on board with that. That 
well we can change creature it's in the story it is a ghoul so we can change it to ghoul and then change the later ghoul to something else which actually (laughs) i still hate it (laughs) or beast monster i like ghouls it's just the claws clutch things it could just be the the ghoul clutched at my ankle it's a lot oh because the it's the avery avery yeah, oh, it's it's beautiful. it's the clucla noise, the claw clutch, <laughs> very click 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 click. Ghoul clutch, ghoul clutch. Okay, that's possible. All right, that's we'll fixed my... now. You have to pay attention to these things, people. Okay. <laughs> so as I was nearly through the window, I'm okay with that for now. I wait, 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 what? wait, wait. What? No, wait, wait, wait. Well, I guess yeah, the other one. Wouldn't you like this better? Okay, yeah, that's better scramble <laughs> the ghoul clutched my ankle as i scrambled through the window okay that oh. is much better <clears throat> Fucking nearly that's not an adverb but that it's kind of going along with what we were doing which is finding a stronger word for the thing that you were trying to say hell yeah a more evocative word hell yeah if you and will yeah i just don't think nearly through the window is enough for me yeah scrambled is good i like it yeah great um, okay. so the next obvious one is this screamed loudly yeah which is probably pretty easy uh i feel like honestly i feel like you could leave it screamed if you want or just screamed we just needs to go yeah that's true screaming is is loud naturally it is it is is what doesn't scream quietly i don't know i scream all the time like it's pretty loud like what happens when you're deaf you start screaming at people (laughs) well that was that's that's beautiful right there the sentences are short, but that's not what this uh, podcast is about, is it? We're just going to keep moving on. <laughs> we have another one on sentence structure in the works. I've yes. got a whole, whole selection, a beautiful uh, selection from like 1998 on sentence structure. It's great. I can't wait. It's when I was reading an awful lot of 90s teen supernatural fiction, like pre-Twilight, oh. Christopher Pike. You're talking about like, you're talking about like Animorphs. No, Animorphs didn't oh. exist yet. Or if it did, it was like a little bit younger. It might've still been kind of middle grade. We're talking Christopher Pike and LJ Smith. Oh. I was reading a I, lot of that. I was born in 1989. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, you're missing out if you have not read The Glory that is Christopher Pike. It is a hot mess and it is beautiful. I still kind of love L.J. Smith, even though it's like really tropey, but Christopher Pike is, 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 it's another matter entirely. Entirely. Just like this next word. This. Jarringly. I felt back jarringly. Okay. Now, can you show us what this looks like? Like, can you just like stand (laughs) up and show show us what it looks like? I thwacked <laughs> against the outside wall. We'll use the word thwacked. Um, no, that's, I, I, that's oh, not, oh. that doesn't work for like the fantasy <laughs> setting. But I kind of want to say I, thwacked. You know, you know. I, I feel like what you meant to say was that you tumbled. Yeah, is that bad? That, that's, that's much bad. better. Is well, it? no, that that fits the fantasy setting a lot better than the word thwacked. <laughs> Yeah, we burned three words doing that. That was yeah. naughty. Look at that. There's your <laughs> word count going down. It's going down. Those agents are starting to look a little harder at your email now. <laughs> Asshole. I mean, no. I, I don't mean that. 
no, please don't go. Okay. All right. I feel like any agents watching this, please. I'm sorry. They're fine. They're going to be fine. Everything's fine. Okay. No agents are going to watch <laughs> they have, this. They have a job. Yeah. They have better things <laughs> no to do. No agents are going to watch this. Your agent might watch it. Shh. I'm going to hope not. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, we're doing this anyway. <laughs> sorry. Oops. Okay. Yeah, so oops. I tumbled against the outside wall and my leg twisted in the ghoul's grip. There's grip again. There's grip in there. In the, ooh. I actually don't even know if we need to talk about the leg twisting. You know, I, there's a lot about this that I'm just, I think, see, okay, if this were mine, but, if I, if, okay, this is, this is advanced stuff here and it has nothing to do with adverbs, so I'm hesitant to do it. I but think we this, should we should touch on anything else that happens because this okay. is about revising the passage. No, I'm a little tipsy here. So this <laughs> might take a sec. But I would ditch that entire section. And uh, okay. Ditching it is my and instinct as well. I tumbled against the outside wall and the deadly sharp talons tore through my trousers. Yeah, no, as, I, I, I get rid of the whole boots As thing. my leg twisted. <laughs> I don't think we need the boots because if it's tearing through the pants, we don't really need to know that it's tearing through the boots because we don't really, it's just, it's, it's a extra, it's too much detail, I think. And the light suede boots I wore. Now there's majesty to this piece of the sentence that I think goes beyond. I think that the fact that you had to say that you were wearing the shoes to begin with. It's very important to know that this character is <laughs> in a fantasy setting and therefore wearing suede boots. They're not on their head. They're not <laughs> equipped at the side, but they are wearing them on their feet. Yes, where the boots go. <laughs> where the boots go. So okay. we kind of don't need to mention that that's where the boots are. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You I found a place to put that twisted leg. <laughs> okay wait okay I statements I that should be taken never taken out of context is i found a place to put the leg i'm trying to okay i'm trying to like read this out loud at the same time because i don't know how many people are just going to listen to this instead of like watch it so i'm trying to like go back and read the sentences too that's true maybe we should read it from the beginning <clears throat> up to this point okay we did like, get rid of a twisted leg <clears throat> yeah and i'm about to put it somewhere genius okay the ghoul clutched my ankle as i scrambled through the window it screamed as it gave a candle like that, but we're going to keep going. It screamed as it gave my leg a violent tug. I tumbled against the outside wall and the deadly sharp talons tore through my trousers, ripping open <clears throat> the flesh of my twisted leg. I like it. Uh, you know, it, it's not, it's not the perfect I kind of wondered if, once again, we're doing the, like the, we're cutting down the words. Uh, I kind of wonder now if we read back through it, um, if we got rid of the whole, as it gave my leg, cause you mentioned you kind of stumbled over that sentence and that yeah. as it gave, I wonder if it just says the ghoul clutched my ankle as I scrambled through the window, it screamed and I tumbled against the outside wall, period. The deadly sharp talents. Hmm. Because that, I would, would, that would shorten a sentence. So we're not having the same sentence structure. I would, I would just move the giving my leg a violet tug up. So that the ghoul clutched my ankle. Cause I think that the, the, the oh, violet tug yeah. thing is nice. So I would be like, 
The goo clenched my ankle, gave my leg a violent hug. As I and gave my leg a violent hug as I scrambled through the window. I was going to ask about the okay. end, but I was waiting until we were done with this. Look, <laughs> look, man, I'm drinking this gin drink. You are what drinking are you? gin for me. What gin are you drinking out of curiosity? It is called the botanist. Oh yeah. You mentioned the botanist. I haven't yeah, tried that one yet. It's very good. Mine is uh, with aviation. As much as I hate Ryan Reynolds for no discernible reason whatsoever. I have no logic. I just don't like him. What the fuck I don't know does why. Ryan Reynolds have to do with your drink? He's the aviation guy. Like it's his brand. It's like as he like he has a either, brand of gin. Yeah, he either like bought a part ownership of it or like became like a major sponsor of it or whatever. He like got really into aviation gin and being their like spokesperson. So it's the Ryan Reynolds gin, and I'm just like Ryan Reynolds, but this gin is really good. <laughs> so you know what? I damn love it, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. I love him. I, cannot, I love that you're drinking his gin. I cannot give you a reason why I do not like him. It's his I face. Have no reason whatsoever. His face is fine. It's something about his demeanor. It's something about his like, I know I'm funny. Don't you know I'm funny? I'm so <clears> funny <throat> that I'm just like, oh, I fucking hate you, but your gin is really good and Deadpool was funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. I hate, so, I hate him, but he is funny. He, he is it's funny. a very hate love thing but his gin is very very good if you have not had aviation you should try it i will it not I, I, I will <clears throat> i will drink ryan reynolds gin the first moment i get it it is more citrus and lavender less christmas tree so i recommend excellent that sounds fabulous anyways okay now i think tried. this i think this looks way better now i the girl okay. clutched my ankle and gave my leg a violent tug as i scrambled through the window yes I tumbled against the outside wall <clears throat> and the deadly sharp talons tore through my trousers, ripping open the flesh of my twisted leg. This also gives it more immediacy. Yeah, it's concise. Not, yeah, it's concise and you're not, but like, I, like I was mentioning before, you're not noticing the words as much no. because before you were like, wow, this is a lot of words to say this, whereas now you're words. like in the moment. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? I mean, I think we've removed like 20 words by now. Yeah. And, and you're like, wow, people... it's the beauty of it. Aren't I good? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. You're great. Keep doing it. Fix my I love terrible editing. words. Uh, fix, um, fix my words, daddy. Fix my words. Oh my gosh. Oh, you. I, I've had booze. <laughs> you know, you can call me daddy. That's fine. Uh, I, I think that a lot of people who are trying to cut down their manuscripts, I'm not saying that they're full of adverbs, but just sentence restructuring and just reordering like that, like you can cut tons of words just by doing little shit like that. And I think that's very important to know your sentences should do more than one thing. Yes. Um, and I think that's what was making this boring before as a census, they were only doing one thing. Now they're doing multiple things. Next sentence. My head hit the stone wall hard and my vision flashed blood red and virulent green with the pain. This is also an adjective problem. This is not an adverb problem, but I still want to fix it. Yeah, there's there's just extra words here and they aren't necessarily adverbs, but they are words that once again are, you're using 
extra words to strengthen weak words, which is kind of actually the point of the no adverbs or less adverbs thing, which is that <clears throat> you have like a wimpy word, like red, and you're like, well, red is plain. So I want to use blood red to like indicate right. that it's like violent, where I could have just used like crimson. You could, and yeah. I actually don't even know if I need to say red and green in the first place. Um, Mm -hmm. getting yep. really into this but that that's that was the impetus behind saying blood red and virulent green was like what type of green um instead of picking like one word for a shade of green which like <clears throat> i said we we actually don't know if we even need these colors there's there's i actually <clears throat> i actually think that the colors work because if you keep the colors then you don't need things like uh, with instance, the pain, <laughs> with the pain, and you don't need to to describe, for instance, that your head hit the the, the wall hard, um, because you can say my head struck the wall and my vision flashed crimson and green, and you know that that bitch hurt. Like that's yeah. all you need. Like you know. And this goes back into like the hit the wall hard, struck the wall, because hard, even though it doesn't have an ly, is an ad or adverb. Um, so saying that it struck the wall is a stronger verb than hit the wall hard, which exactly. is kind of what we were talking about. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And this way, you know, your, your reader knows that it hit, it struck mm -hmm. hard. We're not writing struck hard because their vision is flashing crimson and green. Yeah. So also, it. we know that they're like scrambling through a window and slamming into a wall. So we know that's going to not be good. Now, Avery, I don't know if this is some kind of extraterrestrial superpower you have, uh, but but my vision never flashes green when when I hit my head. Is that something that you experience? No. <laughs> now, that you, now that you mention it, I, you know, I wasn't going to judge you. This is a, ju a judgment-free zone. Like, if you hit your... Um, now that you say it, no, it's usually like red and white or red and kind of a blue white. If yeah. I say there were colors. Yeah, yeah, I, I you know, that was very, If you're being very... like realistic about this shit, then I guess so. <laughs> if I'm supposed to bond with the character, then I suppose. It does make sense. So. It was one of the things that I did not think about until this very moment and went, well yeah i yeah yes <laughs> i thought maybe you are thought, indeed correct about I thought, this i thought maybe i was missing out like i don't see green i gotta no, go i actually again. don't when i yeah. i mean i do see green <clears throat> occasionally but it's like never if i've like hit something it's always like sparks of like white or blue with red so yeah i think flash crimson is good all right Next sentence then. I cried out harshly in pain and terror. I will say eliminating the pain from the previous sentence leaves us the opportunity to leave it in this sentence, but I'm kind of curious to see how you edit it. Wait. Because I'm not, I'm torn on whether- Wait, what? Well, because in the previous sentence, it, it did <clears throat> read flashed whatever red and whatever green in pain or something with pain and then cried out harshly in pain. So pain was there twice and we've eliminated one of them. I'm kind of curious to see if you want to get rid of the other one because I'm kind of torn on it. I, now, I'm not sure I love it, but I don't know how to, to fix it. The thing is, well, I'm torn on this one because 
the character is crying out afterwards. The next sentence is, I cried out harshly in pain and terror. Right after they hit their head, I assume it hurts. Um, but also, you know, maybe someone needs to know that it hurts. So, um, what if, uh, and I mean, we, we, I just, I'm torn because it's like, I know <clears throat> they would be scared because like a ghoul is trying to get them and they are scrambling out a window. So it's like, we know they're scared. So do we really need to say terror? You know what? I think we also could... want to emphasize it. No, I don't like flash crimson with the pain. I, <laughs> seems yeah. so silly when you say it Yeah, I think loud. flash crimson, I think is good. Yeah. Because it, uh, it gives that visual, I think like, you can say, I cried intro. out in pain. I cried yeah. out in pain. I don't think we just, I think in this case, we just don't need harshly. Yes. Scrabbling against the stone futilely. We don't need futilely. I think we just now, need scrabbling against the stone. Now, devil's advocate here. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you're supposed to keep one of those adverbs? Well, we talked about maybe adding one. So we can also finish this and then figure out a place where an adverb could strengthen it. Do you know what? Because I hate this word. <laughs> I know it's such a clunky I hate word. The word futilely, but I mean, okay, like you know, <laughs> let's say maybe this word is invited to the dinner party. What you if? Could... What? If, okay, is there something else that means like futile or uselessly scrabbling uselessly against the stone? I think uselessly, uselessly is let, let's see. Let, uh did you know probably i don't because uh, it's just futilely is such an awkward word it's a real word and exists but it is uh, kind of awkward uh maybe we just leave it let's just leave it for now we'll come back when we read back traveling futilely against the stone <laughs> oh my god uh i don't think you could say in vain right you couldn't say like uh, no. actually i like in vain better scrabbling vainly against the stone or scrabbling i mean like in vain is in a vain. phrase but the phrase is acting as an adverb so i think it counts in vain like that yeah, scrabbling in vain against the stone i cried out in pain scrabbling and oh no that doesn't work that's a no nope. yeah yes. poetry i cried out in pain scrabbling in vain like yeah i don't like the rhyme now that you read it out loud i'm like oh no let's nope why, nope it's nope. just why you read out loud once again yeah that was like no point this is why you read your shit out loud because Beautiful. then you're like oh no i have turned into dr seuss and i did not mean it scrabbled in pain scrambling in vain oh my god i do not like it with a ham i do not like it <laughs> sam i am oh jeez okay <laughs> Okay, we're going back to futilely. We'll, no, we'll... This word stands proud against your hate. I'm gonna it's make just... it bold. I'm gonna make it bold, and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it red. It's it's like I said, it's no, no. a real word. It's just awkward to say out loud. Let's do let's red is too negative. I'm gonna do mauve. Okay. Oh no, let's let's hear. Let's do it. Okay. Let me highlight it. Okay, there you go. We're gonna do it make in it oh custom we want like come here oh wow my computer is really slow we want like magenta pink yeah make it really pretty for the oh eight. no i did highlighter <laughs> shit no uh, you can't even see here it. there we go we'll just oh. uh, there we go there we go why is it green see it. why is it fucking green 
Okay, none, word color, pink. I think it's, there we go. There. It's showing it's different. perfect. It's perfect. It's showing Even green in mine because you have it highlighted. I didn't highlight it this time. I, yeah. I have, I've gone away. It's showing, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how Google Docs works. I don't know technology. I stopped highlighting it. I just wanted to touch the word. Sorry. I <laughs> got excited. There we go. I cried out in pain, scrabbling futilely against the stone. You know what? That doesn't bother me too much. Futilely <laughs> is going to be like on my tombstone now. Yes. We're keeping it forever. We Avery love loved futilely. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. Is it futilely or futilely or futilely? I think it depends on if you are from Texas or Massachusetts. <laughs> Anyway, next sentence. Uh, the creature's deadly grip on my ankle and leg was the only thing holding me as I dangled precariously upside down halfway out the window. Now this sentence is, has a lot of problems. Uh, this sentence frightens me. Like I literally Which, just like, I had to stop myself from like. I, I have, I have a, <clears throat> a rash suggestion, which is honestly just cut the whole damn sentence. Because well, all of this is saying shit we already know. Do we know that, you know what? We don't know that the character is dangling, but we could, we could. I mean, we do. Oh, okay. wait, wait, wait. Okay, the fact As that- As I dangled, wait, wait, wait. Wait, hold on, this might not work. This might not work. Well, that's an apostrophe that shouldn't be there. Okay, <laughs> let's- because the fact okay. that the person's halfway out the window, we kind of know because we know that they scrambled out the window and the thing's holding onto its leg. And we know it's going to be precarious because they're hanging out the window. And we know that the thing's grip is on, its, on the person's leg. So they're hanging upside down and their head <coughs> bashed against the wall. So like we kind of already know this situation. Yes, uh, I, I agree. But I think that you know, I think if, I think removing the dangling part does that thing that I mentioned where you're, where you're cutting so much <clears throat> that you're losing some of the vision. So I think that if you just move the dangling part to the previous sentence, which then makes it, I cried out in pain, scrambling futilely against the stone, dangling from its grip. Do we need upside down or just as I dangle precariously halfway out the window? I think I already imagined them upside down. Yeah, let's say, do we need to weird say, person is hanging? Do we need to repeat window? that they're upside down, or just as I dangled precariously halfway? Never out. repeat yourself. That's silly. <laughs> Wait, you mean if I like remove this? Yeah, if we removed <clears throat> the upside down, because we know they're upside down. We know their head banged against the window, and the thing's holding onto their leg, so we know they're upside down. Honestly, you know what? Let's just remove it. Let's say that in this scenario, we use the next paragraph to indicate that they are the, dangling upside The next down. paragraph is the person, if I remember correctly, <clears throat> somehow, like, somehow they get out of the grasp. I don't remember how. I can't remember if they, like, stab the hand or, like, like claw against the hand. But somehow they get the thing to let go and they fall because they're only in, like, a first floor window. It's very, very dramatic. Um, <laughs> but the next paragraph is them like getting free falling and like fleeing so the oh, they get away that fast huh damn well the whole sentence before is them like captain america <laughs> the whole sentence before is them like running from this thing through this okay we're just gonna go into a very brief 
this is like essentially like a monster hunter and they're in like an abandoned castle that's been infested with zombie ghoul things and they run into more of them than they thought there were and this person like run like they they get scattered and they run and they're running from the thing so that's the big scene so this is actually the escape uh it just had a really good example of really bad adverbs so i pulled it so there's actually like a protracted scene of them like fleeing before this and this is the escape part and then they get away and have to come back and like firebomb the place i see like you do when there's like an ant infestation like oh there's termites it's zombies let's just i think they (laughs) literally firebomb like i think they molotov cocktail the place if i remember oh my gosh Wow. Oh, no, well, that, was, that was when I had to Google how long it took a castle to burn down. So, yes. Wow. You did a lot like, of research for this. Yeah, I had to be like, how long <laughs> does it take? Can you burn a stone castle? Does that work? Can you burn down a castle? What if What if it's not all stone? What if there's lots of wood? I, I really, yeah, I, I did more research than this story really deserved. All right. Well, I think we have ourselves a paragraph here now. I love your hearts. So, okay. Read the new paragraph. Okay. The ghoul clutched my ankle and gave my leg a violent tug as I scrambled through the window. I tumbled against the outside wall and the deadly sharp talons tore through my trousers, ripping open the flesh of my twisted leg. My head struck the wall and my vision flashed crimson. I cried out in pain, scrabbling futilely against the stone. I'm keeping that beautifully. You know, as an as it, as the secondary author of this paragraph, <laughs> I'm sending this one to the agent. Now, now that we've read through the rest of it, I don't hate it as much. <laughs> it's, it's I, uh, you know, I I think I like it. I the only part of this I don't like is this it's deadly, deadly sharp, sharp shit. Sure, I mean, could just cut that. Sure, <laughs> I mean, you could just sharp. cut it. You could just say, and the talons tore through my trousers. Because if they're tearing through the trousers, we know they're sharp. Could, could the talons be glistening? No, he wouldn't see him. He's upside down. Uh, delicious. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, that's a whole different genre of story. <laughs> We're not uh, moving into some monster-loving territory. Those delicious talons. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, I did I mark think... our podcast as explicit, just in case. Great, because I'm here. <laughs> I figured we'd say fuck a lot. Fuck. What do we have? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. We, we haven't said fuck is, uh, <clears throat> that's okay. Our time yeah. will come. It's fine. <laughs> we don't need to waste, we don't need to waste them on the first episode. <clears throat> but yeah, I can't, uh, I even looked at the thesaurus. I can't really find I actually, anything. yeah, I, I actually just like removing it. Yeah. yeah. Bye. See ya. Here we go nowadays i'm just like fuck it cut the words get rid of them i don't need words what are these Blah. what are words man screw it all right well damn that was that was beautiful look at that we're yeah, done and you, we did i wish we had done a check of like the word count. i'll put it in the show notes later kind of curious no no with- find the workout find the word count we have we have six minutes before okay. we hit an hour just do it just do we're it. gonna look into my google drive uh, no you're gonna mine open i can i can check the word count though. okay yeah check the word count because my the word count being was apart. 119 and now it is now it is let's see here <clears throat> counting the hearts 59 words we cut it in half oh my god yeah 
I do have, like, I do know that is a, it is a common, I don't want to say problem because it's not always actually a problem, but it is a common thing that I know a lot of my friends do try to do when they're querying is like, oh my God, my manuscript is 150,000 words and just shit like this. Silly, right? Like if you do this through the whole <laughs> manuscript, you can cut it in half. Oh yeah, you sure can. And then you have to write more of those like sex scenes that you really <laughs> want to write and include in the first draft. <sighs> there's so many rooms. There's so much more room for activities okay. when you remove the words. I'm stopping the screen share so we can just chat some more. Yeah. So, well. But yeah, that shows, that, yeah, you can cut out a lot of words. It's a lot stronger. It gives the same sense of what's happening in the scene. Like, you know what's happening in the scene, but it actually gives a heightened sense of danger and drama because you're not wasting so many words trying trying to over-explain it so that the reader is more, what's the word I'm looking for? Immersed in the scene. Yes. Concise is good. Concise is very good. So that's basically how we edit it. So now we Yay! can do, that's that section. Um, I hope we didn't bore everyone. <laughs> I heard can... Matt laugh a few times out <laughs> my door. I that is kind of sit. entertaining being in the same house. You can be like, oh, hello. A great um, sense of pride. But now we can do the Q&A session. So if anybody has any questions about either adverbs or what we went over or any other writing related questions, or hell, any interesting questions now that we're tipsy, um, go ahead and drop them in the chat and we will answer them. I love that look of like, I'm not answering all the questions. Like, fuck no. What are you doing? Ask us things. Yeah. Hey, test group, come up with cool questions that you guys don't need to know the answers to because most of you don't, right? Yeah. I was going to say, this is for our test, but we need to like understand what it's like to answer questions. So yeah. give so us chop, something, chop. anything. Yeah, anything. Come on, now, guys. Pressure's or on. else. Type. Type furiously. I don't see anybody typing. I don't think Nobody's... there's anything that tells us if anybody's uh, typing. I actually don't. Yeah, I say I don't think they tell us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was the title of the book slash story that the excerpt you edited oh, no. came from? Um, oh, boy. I do know what it is. Tell. It's tell. called. The, it's called The Specter's Secret because <laughs> it has to do with like ghosts and shit what is the secret uh something about how like the gods created ghosts and the undead if i remember correctly it was about a character who like was she was like part of a religious order that hunts the undead and then she accidentally gets ghouled oops and then has to like join the undead and then like figures out that like what created them was actually like two gods being shitty to each other <clears throat> well yes every, oops is, all that ghouls is, that's fucking wholesome <laughs> like uh, that is <laughs> fucking wholesome I was, okay, he said, I was literally yelling at my screen to change it to scrambling against the stone, unable to find purchase because I was offended you murdered so many words with cold, unfeeling precision. Oh, you know what? That's probably better than what we wrote. Scrambling against the stone, unable to find purchase. You know what? I, I think you're right there. I like that better than futilely, to be honest, yeah. or futilely. Hey, hey. Oh, fine. Goodbye, <laughs> 
the agent will never see <laughs> to find purchase. Wow. Let's see. And we can't go. We can't yeah. do now. I see, do murder words with cold and feeling precision though. That is, that uh, is my MO. I mean, I was, I was murdering them really yes. fast. So your, your friend probably doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> no, that's okay. But my to friend, be fair, to is. be, look, man, I'm drinking, finding purchase. Is <laughs> yeah. One you're of those probably sober. Sober people do. <laughs> no one's okay. drunk. Um, right. Finding purchase. Okay. Another question. Does the same ghoul terrorize the protagonist through the whole book or does he just have this cameo? No, this ghoul only pro only terrorizes the protagonist in this scene and then they come back and Molotov cocktail the whole like shit storm. And then the hot undead guy is the one that comes back and like recruits the protagonist because I am very predictable. (laughs) Uh, if I remember correctly, his name was Dryden, D R E I D E N, the hot, the Ooh, hot and dead guy. I don't think he was cool. I think he was a wraith. I called them wraiths, but they weren't real wraiths. But they were Ooh. called wraiths. Oh, I've heard about wraiths. You know, yeah. so you, got, you get those in the bedroom. <laughs> You're gonna be there for a good time. You know, I, you know, I just have to go back to this for a second uh, because this is hilarious. Uh, Drew said that I knew Avery was heartless, but I didn't know I was coming to a slaughterhouse, which is my fault, which <laughs> is hilarious because at the beginning of this podcast, remember when I said I got in trouble for removing too many. And, you know, I think that I, I think that it, it, it pays to say, you know, keep your old keep your first document, you know, always save what you did beforehand, because you never know when you're going to like, you know, three days from now, when I look back at that, be like, wow, this is really, this is dead inside. Like I, you know, I, I've killed this. Like, you know, now I don't know. I don't even know if he's hanging upside down anymore. Like, you know, and, and you know, it just, you know, and, it is and true. You do have to be careful. And it, and it definitely takes uh, more than one set of eyes to see that stuff. Uh, yeah. sometimes so you don't like, run the risk of yeah taking away too much when you're like I've got to cut I've got to cut I've got to cut and then you take away so much that you come back yeah. later and you're like oh this is like bleh yeah um yeah. so yeah Drew says I have the opposite problem when I try to revise I end up adding more instead of paring it down which sometimes is actually what you need to do yeah yeah so, and, and, and honestly like this is why you do a, a draft after your draft like oh okay bitching for a second here i get uh you know i beta read and i'm a a pretty great beta reader you are a great beta reader (laughs) and i get this situation where i can tell somebody did this they they pared down a bunch of stuff and then they never went back to read it again like i can tell that they did that like you know you've got to read your stuff another time like that's if you know if you want to if you want to be that kind of writer that does everything you know, takes the time to, to do publishable work. You know, you have to go back and, and read it again after you've made all the changes because those changes will have dumped some things down and, and you have to you have to pay attention to that. Well, and it, I think it, it also behooves you to know like what type of writer you are because I used to be an overwriter 
And now that I've kind of refined my own personal process, I am an underwriter in my first drafts. And for example, I sent out the first draft of Serenade, which is the sequel to my self-published book to beta readers, including DC, and was like, yeah, this is like 80,000 words. I know it's underwritten. Tell me where I need to add more. Um, and I, I came back with a lot of beta feedback that was like, these parts are underdeveloped. They're underdescribed. I'm confused here. I need more detail here. So... It does, it does benefit you to know, are you the kind of writer who needs to add more? Or are you the kind of reader who needs to, to pare down? And that's where beta readers and critique partners are invaluable because they are like the people who will be like, <laughs> dude, like, dude, <laughs> you need to not do this. Um, I think DC, along with one of our other friends who's not here in this podcast, but is a mutual friend, were two of the people who were like, do you realize how many of your scenes are at dinner parties? And I'm like, um, <laughs> now I do. And had to cut back on those because that was a thing that I just didn't see. So having those beta readers and critique partners can help you see where, whether you're the type of reader who needs to cut or the type of reader who needs to add or writer who needs to add, because you could fall anywhere on that spectrum. So when you're like, I'm the kind of person who, who ends up adding words, that may actually be what's more beneficial for your manuscript. Um, and I'm actually going to add uh, finding critique partners to the list if it's not there yet for future discussions, because oh. yes. there's a lot of podcasts about that and everybody's all like, I don't know where you find those people. Yeah. Um, there's <laughs> and a I'm section, just like, oh, come on, it's not that hard. There's a section in the document for things that aren't specifically craft-based, but are like writing lifestyle. If you look at page two. Okay. I, I forgot to mention that because I like randomly added it like at the very end of the workday yesterday. I was like, oh, oh, more ideas. And then forgot to tell you about it. Okay. But, yeah. Fine. There's a whole section of like, I was thinking maybe like every fourth episode or so we could do like one where we just like shoot the shit about some yeah. other thing that's not a specific craft editing thing. Um, sure. So that's because a future idea. We're going to do many of these and no one's ever going to watch them. <laughs> Someday someone will watch them. Someone will find us. Does anybody have any more questions? Yes, no. They did their best. They did their best. They did help. Thanks, guys. We um, really I did it. like the comment about gotta have a hot undead guy because hot undead guy is kind of my brand. Oh, so um, can we also add a topic of how to properly set the scene? I got 15,000 words into my last NaNoWriMo project and couldn't properly describe the ball scene and quit. <laughs> yes. We will add that to the list. Also, add it. 100% on board for the ball scene. I know that's not everybody's thing, but that is my catnip. I love a good ball scene. I love uh, that. I know, I know, DC, I'm sorry. It's, it's your fault. It's your fault and the other person's fault that I don't like ball scenes because I was I was forced to read so many and now <laughs> I'm, I'm traumatized. I watched Labyrinth way too many times as a child. I can't help it. It's ingrained in my DNA. <laughs> it is 100% Labyrinth's, Labyrinth's fault. Van Helsing also, yes, but I was a little older when Van Helsing came out because as we have mentioned, I am old, but also yes. Also yes, yeah. That came through in the chat was the Labyrinth and Van Helsing. And I'm like, yes, yes. It's, it's a whole thing. There's a whole trope, Phantom of the Opera. There's, 
just anytime there's a, there's a masquerade. I was listening to myth grants podcast recently, and they were talking about the idea of a masquerade where when you put on your mask, you forget who you are and you become the mask. And I'm like, I'm going to write a whole book about that, but I can't because you came up with the idea. God damn it. Yeah. You can be anybody you want to be behind that mask. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like think about the idea, the the implications of like, everybody goes in the masquerade, puts on their mask, forgets their real identity, becomes whatever the mask is. Oh, there's some like cool drama shit going on there. I know it was like a random idea. They threw out They're Like, Hey, imagine a masquerade where this happened. And I'm like, Yes, yes, let's do. I wonder if anybody Damn else it. thought that was cool and started writing it before you and now you're going to like die alone because you don't write it fast enough. So. This goes into a whole other podcast idea I had, which is like <laughs> taking inspiration from things and how much is inspiration and how much is copying because they did throw that out as like a half-assed idea. Like, oh, someone should write this. And I'm like, maybe I will. Uh, so. <laughs> hey comment i'm gonna read the comment because it cracks me up i'm fucking gay if i can ever figure it out it won't be like a cinderella ball it'll be more like a fantasy version of the underground underground queer ball scene in new york city during the 60s to the 80s yes that's all i can say to that is yes i just want to say there are plenty of places you can go to have a nice a nice queer slash gay masquerade and just have yourself a really great time which is true but this friend i happen (laughs) to know lives near me which means we're in kansas Oh, right. So you not guys a lot of this. Well, you, you, you're, yeah, not all of you. There is one, we'll talk. There's like one in Texas somewhere. It's like a whole weird labyrinth, Jareth's masquerade ball thing. There's some convention that happens in Texas. You guys we'll got to come up here. I could hook you up. <laughs> yes. We'll take a, we'll take a trip. We'll just yeah, come up to visit you. Because yeah, room. in Kansas, not a lot of queer masquerade scenes. It's pretty yeah. slim pickings. Oh man. I'm so sorry. So, anyways, I think that's pretty much it. We're kind Good of times. at our hour limit. So I think everybody, I think it went well for the most part. I think so. Yes. Um, so thank you everybody who participated. Yes. Thank you Thanks for asking guys. questions. For thank you for like sitting with us while we drank booze and revised my horrible shitty writing and didn't abandon me when you read my horrible <laughs> shitty writing. Um, and so we'll just do a quick conclusion of just kind of where um where to find us um the website is very very baby um but it is and it's writing.podbean.com um i will record this edit it and put it on as both a podcast and hopefully a video i'm still working out the technology um okay so where what can we find are we you? doing next time um we haven't actually discussed that um since we're not screen sharing let me look up my drive while you i will look this up while you talk about where to find you online our first thing on the possible topics is yield show versus tell you know that's a good one it's it's a classic but i'm terrible at it so let's do it (laughs) let's do it i i love show versus tell I, i it's one of my like personal bugbears um, I will also have information about the podcast up on my website, which is averyames.com. Um, I will have a section for the podcast on there as well. Um, it's not up yet, but it will be up as soon as I can save and upload the content. Um, so if Podbean is giving you weird warnings, just check averyames.com in a few days. <laughs> um, so yes, we will do show versus tell next time. Uh, tell us where we can find you. On me. Mine. Yes. Oh, 
you can find me well on Twitter and Instagram. You can find my shitty art and my shitty words uh, at DC McNaughton. Um, and we'll go ahead and stick that in the information in the podcast as well. Yep. That's kind yeah. of a weird Scottish last name. Well, so. it's in all of the like graphics about the website. So hopefully they can yeah. find it. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter as Avery Ames. And then my website is averyames.com, which like I said, I will also have a page hosting web or podcast information as well there. And then, yeah, I think next time we should do show versus tell. We'll do it in two weeks at um, 6.30 Central Time, which will be 7.30 Eastern Time. Um, it's a half hour earlier than we did this episode. Um, if you go to either the Podbean or the Avery Ames website, which will be up shortly, then I will have schedules up as well. I did also sign up for an And It's Writing um, Twitter handle. And I will put the schedule up on that Twitter handle as well. So you can follow us on Twitter there as well. Thanks, Avery. So, all right. Bye. Thank you, everybody.